When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the Cardiff City podcast by Wales Online. Brought to you in association with Giovanni's Restaurants. I'm Ben James. I'm joined by Nathan Blake and Paula Bandonato, as ever. Good um, afternoon, Benjamin. Afternoon. Hello, everyone. Happy Christmas and all that. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Season's greetings and festive cheers. And I think I crack into a bit of that kick off. Bells, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, week till Christmas, but we're here to talk about Cardiff City. Yeah. Um, and there's only one place to start, and that's Ellen Road. I think we all got our predictions wrong last week. We did. I don't think any of us seen that result coming, though. Nah, let's let's talk about that. Incredible, wasn't it? The, yeah, it was. Comeback. I mean, I let Paul kick off. Um, Why? What did, well, I'll kick off. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I I think it's my thing is right. It's easy to look at the last fifteen minutes and listen. I give great credit to the team for the comeback. I I really do. Right? There's, you know, but I look at the problem. I don't look at like what yeah. does it need fixing I've said and since Neil Warnock was here and I know we keep mentioning his name but we're going to for a while since he was here one thing Cardiff City I've, I've said it on the podcast before Neil Harris got here one thing you can rely on Cardiff is they finished strong last 10-15 minutes and they've got themselves out of jail so many times and we asked the question would that theme continue in the Neil Harris but it was a Neil Warnock you know thing it was what they've done and it certainly has but for 70 minutes I mean you know there is part of it leads take off striker take the foot off the pedal thinking it's one you know uh, fans (laughs) I heard the Leeds fans singing some obscenities which it was nice to hear the Cardiff fans be able to sing it back to them but um, no I just you know We'll focus on the last 15 minutes in a moment, but for me, uh, the first, well, the first half, the non-existent, and for half of the second half, the non-existent now, uh, that is a worry for me, because you're not going to get a worldly lead, not going to get a worldly from Lee Tomlin every game, which gets you a little foothold in the game, and then a second, and then, you know, Leeds will know they should have buried Cardiff City yeah. out of sight out of mind so for me you've got to focus on that 70 minutes and the goals we conceded again mate I don't know we just and I don't listen it's not a pop at the defence it's not a pop at the keeper the way we defend as a unit is just not good enough for me I have to say it it's just not good enough right from the front I'm a striker I was told you to you defend well it's the truth you defend from the front and for me you can't be 
given the amount of space people get. I mean, was the second goal, the header, was it? Where the lad just nudges um, Marlon a little bit, just a little nudge. And then Aiden's like too far away from him. Yeah. You know, Aiden's got to be clattering in there. Worst case scenario, they end up with a clash of heads or something. But he's kind of doing that head in midair, head in nothing sort of thing, where he's too far off. You know, he needs to be you know, leaning on the def- on the striker there. So, and the way we open up always to the counter attack, it's just you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be our it's, a, it's our Achilles heel right now. But we're gonna end up shooting ourselves in the foot. Honestly, I just don't think you're gonna get top six defending in that yeah. fashion. You, you're gonna have to find solutions to those problems and quickly. Agree with that sentiment, Paul? Um, yeah, but I think I think one of the problems, Blakey, I may have this completely wrong, and you're the expert who can offer greater guidance, but I think one of the problems is the fact that he put Morrison and Flint back together again and took Nelson out of the team. That is a major problem. And, and Nelson had offered a pace. He's, that, he's the, more athletic. He's, yeah, got he's got more legs. He's not a player, but he's athletic. And I just think, you know, because Pack, we've said before, is not the quickest in front of those centre-backs. So you've got to have a bit of zip there. Mm-hmm. And it, look, it, maybe they were up against Leeds United, the best team in the division, potentially, and they were just ripped apart. But you've got to look at the fact that he recalled Mar. I don't know why he did it, because Nelson has arguably been the best defender this season. Yeah, between you know, him and Peltier, you know, yeah, you know? definitely. Um, so... Um, Maybe. But it was it was highlighted from the start of the season. We said right from the start of the season, Flint is a carbon copy of Morrison. Morrison. Yeah, yeah. And being a striker and then being two centre halves, they try and dominate you in the air and physically when the ball's coming into your feet. But if you stand off them or the ball's played away from them, they're both in massive trouble. They yeah. Are. They are neither of them can turn quickly, and neither of them want to be running into channels or crossing each other. Hence, why you know, I think you're right, Paul. Part of the problem is you put those two back together. I just don't think they they can play together, but they're not solid enough together. They're but too you much. see, I think that this is this is clear. That was clearly Neil Warnock's default position, and one presumes it is Neil Harris's default position. Now, maybe what we saw, Ellen Rhodes. Look, his hand is forced this weekend because Morrison is suspended and Flint may not even be fit. Mm. Um, but I think it's a little bit of a concern that that is his default position because because the problems are clearly there, aren't they? They're, they're a bit too deep and that creates this lack of flow through the team that we talked about. Well, you can, you, you can be... if You make a great point there, Paul, but because they're too deep... They're too deep because they're their lack of pace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right. But then, like you've already mentioned, then Marlon's got a lack of pace in front yeah. of you, right? So already you're making gaps too big for someone like Marlon. And to be fair, none of the midfielders you would say the three central midfielders, whichever ones you pick, you would probably say Bakuna's Bakuna's the most athletic yeah. of the boat of the three of them or four of them, whoever plays in there, but. You wouldn't say we're dynamic in that position. We we could do with some dynamism in that position, but you wouldn't say we're dynamic. So the two centre half dropping off, which makes the full backs drop deeper, and then Pack is likes to drop almost into the back four sometimes. Yeah, but he has in recent games he has pushed out a bit more. But then the gaps are just too there's too much space for them to try and cover. 
to be able to press and close down. So, you know, you play the athletic centre-back because he allows you to play that higher line for anything over the top because you feel he can get there. But, you know, the distances are just killing us. And like I keep saying, yeah. out of possession, in possession, our shape isn't good enough. They definitely need a lot more work on it. You know, if they're going to start trying to move and rotate, you know, if you're looking from the sky looking down, you've always got players in the right positions. You just might have a left back in the left advanced midfield position and a left midfielder in the centre forward position and the centre forward in the right midfield. But you wouldn't have three players over on the right-hand side or four players over to the left-hand no. side, which often I see with Cardiff City. Defenders, are, you'll see a left-back, a left-side centre-half, the left-winger, left-midfield, all over, like in one channel, basically. And, it, you know, it, come on, fellas, that's just schoolboy stuff. And that, But again, that's coaching. You get on the training ground, you get those things sorted. So, so to revert to your original point, which is relevant, and so you mentioned you don't look at the things that don't need fixing, which is how Cardiff finished well in the last 15 minutes or so, you look at the things that do need fixing, yeah? Leeds was a little bit of an exception because it lasted till 75 minutes or whatever, but it was the norm for this season. Cardiff, for whatever reason, start games poorly. Mm. You know, you, you could list a plethora of the games. Absolutely. Under both poor. managers. Yeah. And yet, when they then have to go for it... Yeah. They look so much better. So why? Yeah. Why are they starting slowly, Blakey? I don't is think... It, is it the setup of the side? Or? I, I think I, th- I think is that there's a f- few issues, like I said. One, if you're going to play with two centre-halves who you know like to drop deep, then that stretches the game too big. Yeah. Right? For any team. Yeah. The idea is, like anything, to be solid, you've got to be compact, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just... That's law in anything any sorts of physics anything yeah. compact so once you play once you know I'm playing those two centre halves then you, you you're almost accepting that the gap between your defence and midfield is going to be five to ten yards bigger the gap between then your midfield and your striker is going to be five to ten yards quicker right hence the other team are compact and counter attacking you or keeping the ball wherever but they're able to pick you off so easily, right? Because yeah. there's too much space to play in. And players are run out of position and out of position. If you're a team like Leeds, what did we say last week, Paul? They're fit. They got they can run all day. What they done was lose focus and concentration. Thought they had the cup in their hand before they'd actually the final whistle had gone. Right? But they can't you, you can't afford not to be able to match them yeah. physically with speed and stamina and you're not going to get the same like for like all over the pack but what you know is okay if we're struggling for speed say in the central of the in the middle of the pack then we've got to make sure either we play a real deep line block which allows pack to sit in front of the back four my strikers play a little deeper into our half and then we're going to counter attack but that's the plan right you've got to have the plan or you play a higher line squeeze Marlon higher and the midfield higher off you and then the attackers allowed to press their yeah, defence exactly, yeah. higher up the pack 
but then with or you go in between in the mid-range block so you've got three options but whichever one if I'm if I'm playing Nelson I'm playing a mid to high block if I'm playing uh, Morrison and Flint I'm going to play a low block and counter attack but then I look at my wingers like Mendes, Lang and Murphy they definitely come into play exactly yeah so there's, there's there's but it's listen it's simple sat here but actually, when you play the game, it's pretty simple because all you're doing is carrying out instruction. Yeah? And having a game knowledge and a game understanding. I think the problem they're having is transitioning out of that way they've played with Neon Warnock for so long and we're expecting it to be overnight change. I said it's not going to be, but after, by the end of December, early January, we should start to see some sort of progression, step forward, chain moving. We're not going from level two to level eight, but we should see us go from level two gradually into three and then start knocking on four door or into four by January. But at the moment, we seem to be still in the same boat. Like Paul says, we're starting poorly every game, plethora of games. Why, why, why? why? See, we can talk about load blocks and use the new, term, the new terminology, um, tiki-taka, modern day championship football all that sort of thing but one thing for me has not changed in football Blakey from yesteryear from when you were playing even before that is it starts with your centre backs right your centre backs have to be solid they set the template for the rest of the team um, and the Morrison Flint combination for a lot of people doesn't work for different reasons couldn't probably because they're carbon copies of each other yeah they're brilliant in the air both of them but, but there's more to it than that. Yeah. Now, this weekend, because Sean is injured and Flint... Sorry, Sean is suspended and Flint got injured last weekend. We don't know the level of Aiden's fitness at the time of doing this podcast. But it's possible he might have to make two changes. So Nelson, one presume, comes straight back in. There seems to be a question mark about Sol's fitness, mm-hmm. your your hero Sol yeah, Bamba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if it, he yeah. ends up with, with Nelson and Bamba as his centre-back pair in this weekend, what's your... What's your thoughts on that? Well, what I would say, and I've said this to someone earlier, don't be putting too much expectation on Saul. Don't be expecting no. to see the Saul of old. Yeah. At 33, when you're 32, when you get those sorts of injuries, it's a, it's, it's not, it's a hard road back anyway if you're 22. But father time, your body yeah. doesn't heal as quick and it never heals as well as it would if you were 22, right? Yeah. But what Saul will have is the ability to be able to guide Nelson and the back yeah. four yeah. with his verbals, right? Yeah. That's what he get, That's what he'll give you. Now, what you've got to then make sure, but this, again, takes a lot of work on the training ground, that he's not, number one, ever stretching and doing his famous, you know, go-go gadget leg. He can't afford to do that right now. We need to get yeah. him back playing and up to a standard where, you know, then you can trust in those. You're not yeah. going to rip an hamstring or something like that. So... Don't expect too much from Saul. What I would say is let him lead and do what he does best with his verbals, right? But try not to get him at any time isolated. So you'll be saying if he plays right side, you'll take the pelt the air. Unless they go an out and out winger, tuck in. And then you'll say to Murphy or Mendes Lang who's in front of him, just play five yards deeper, right? So you, you, you're actually going in with protection of that yeah, certain yeah. defender because you know you're vulnerable there. He's vulnerable, right? He's not... So this is to get up to game speed is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, playing 23's football, 
is a totally different, you know, it's like saying to me, do you want a bacon sandwich or a steak? And thinking they're the same thing. They're not, right? 23's football is totally different. So stepping back into the first team, and we have seen him, be fair, then he's come back out again, niggly injury. If he's if he's used or required, he's a soldier, he'll go in. But what I'd like to see is him get at least another two years out of his career. So go in, take time with him. And, you know, if something happens, you know, let's not, oh, well, it was this and that. And, yeah. you know, let's take, let's have a bit of understanding and thought and, you know, try and protect him. But that's, again, now that's the manager's job to make sure if he does select him, he gives him some cover. I guess in that regards, coming in alongside Nelson, uh, uh, rather than coming in alongside Flint or Morrison is ideal, isn't it? Because he's more athletic. Exactly. Absolutely. Nelson can be your legs rather than Bamba sort of having to cover Absolutely. Morrison like he did. Yeah. Let's talk about the more positive things from Leeds, right? Which was what happened in the second half. Fantastic the second goal. Half the second goal. Half. Yeah. I'd be interested to ask you a couple of things, Blakey, about mm-hmm. Lee Tomlin because, you know. Do you ever score a goal like that? <laughs> Never scored a goal. A never goal scored like a goal like that. So, so Blake, you want I would never, say, you say never, never scored a goal. No, never scored a goal like that. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, you know, it's plural. Scored plenty of goals. So, <laughs> better so than that. Listen, How we don't, that? we don't need, we don't need to go again into what we have said consistently about you keep Lee Tomlin on the pitch, right? Again, there was further evidence of the importance of that. Yeah, and just so let me just say for the fans. You've heard me say about my manipulation of managers before, right? Now you see the myth that sometimes is created. As a player, I've seen this many times, that's created around a player and then people pick it up and run with it. Can't play 90 minutes. It's a myth. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, carry on. Create, yeah, it was a created myth, yeah. right? By the old manager because he, he, he felt that type of player wasn't for him. Even though he bored him, he was almost buying him to keep fans silent, and then when we run, when we run away and had a great uh, championship campaign, it was like off you go to Siberia. Do you know what I mean? Don't need you. But then I'm going to create this myth that this lad's never fit enough and can't play 90 minutes. Truth is, I had knew that myth when he was at Bristol or when he went along the Forest, or uh, you know, the, the the ball went through him a lot. For 90 minutes yeah. so just just for the fans just just bear that in mind sometimes when you know a manager finds himself where he's put himself in an awkward position you create something to lead you to believe that oh well he's not playing because of this because I bet you 60% of fans would have said if you'd asked them three four five months ago before Tomlin when he wasn't in the team or anything like that Back in last season, you said Tomlin. You said, "Oh yeah, I can't last ninety minutes." Yeah, but we never have yeah. ever seen evidence of that, right? Yeah. We were just told that. So yeah. just just be mindful. Yeah. So with a player like that, it's, it's not really you don't need to last ninety no. minutes. It's just playing ninety minutes. You've got you've got to, there are certain players that you've got to give a little bit more latitude to. He wasn't playing well. He wasn't playing well against Barnsley the previous week, right? We weren't playing right? well. Okay. As, a, as a unit. Okay, but, okay, but he, I don't and think... He, but and he I, wasn't having a good game, But I no. guarantee, without having a dig at the previous manager, the previous manager would have hooked him off after 55 minutes, probably, on both occasions, yeah? 100%, yeah. Um, I, I heard, without naming him, I heard one of your fellow... I was actually listening to the game on BBC Radio Wales, and I heard one of your fellow pundits saying Tomlin needs to come off, and I'm just thinking, it wasn't you, you went at the game, but, but one of your... 
former colleagues was and you know who used to play for Wales as well and I'm just yeah. thinking they don't know what they're talking what? about well, no don't say that Blake I'm not saying that for a second I'm just thinking what was he what's he on about the, the opposite Tomlin needs to stay on to try and get Cardiff back in the game mm. now the I bet he switched after Tomlin's goal away. The goal he scored, I think, has gone under the radar. It was genius, right? He had a player coming to him. The ball was dropping. And to actually be able to lob that ball into the far corner of the goal takes a, an extremely high level of skill, Blakey. The back flick to set up Glatzel. The run made that. Okay, but you, you could argue, oh, that flick could have gone in. No, it's a, help, it's a help on. It's but not you know, a pass. Do you know what? The more you get I look assist, at it, but it's a help on yeah. rather than a But I mean, it's being pass. dubbed. He's putting it into an area hoping that yeah. Glatzel is running. It's being dubbed the by, by the championship, mm-hmm. yeah, officially mm-hmm. as, is this the best assist in the history of the championship? You know, that's... In that's, the history of yeah, the championship... <laughs> See, listen, let's not... But there uh, were two moments... This season, let's see. There were two moments right. of genius yeah. there, weren't there, which have, which have got Cardiff... Well, the, 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 what I loved about the first goal was yeah. as soon as it came to him, everyone, I think everyone thought, try and lob it. Right? It was your, it was your first thought, right? When you see the ball the coming to him, position, you, you think, right, the goalie's out of position. Just, you think, and the way it's coming to you, just try and take a touch and lob it. But the execution, yeah. saying it is one thing, doing it is another right because you think you've probably got maybe a foot foot and a half strip yeah to get him ground to crossbar to aim that ball at you have to say round of applause it was uh what we say in football as nonchalant and the flick the flick i thought was what i would say is it's it's a it's a it's a different to a pass right he means to do what he's doing right but there's no way you can say you mean it to get it into that position yeah. where the defender can get it and Glatzel can run onto it. What you're hoping is, I'm going to help it on, right? It's the same when someone hooks the ball over their head, the striker reads it, that split second before the defender, and he's through and you think, wow, how did he see that pass? He didn't even know he was... Well, in Tomlin's peripheral, he would have seen the blue shirt, he would have seen Glatzel... And he would have been hoping, right, as this ball can, I'm not going to control it. Glatzel watches his body shape. And these are all decisions made in split, split, split seconds, mind. Right? So Tomlin does the back heel, hoping, right, I can see a blue shirt. I wonder if he's going to make the run. He can see what I'm doing. Glatzel, brilliant. That is how Glatzel will score goals. Yeah. Yeah. What have we said? Have we said, how long have we said running on to balls? Yeah. Right? Running on to balls between the sticks. Running on to balls between the sticks. That is what he's good at. Not fighting, hustling, brother. that is what he's good at. So for me, great little flick, right? Great little help on and a very good intelligent run. Both players in unison, that is. For good me, finish as well. And a good understanding, right? I'm anticipating what you're going to do and you're yeah. anticipating what I'm going to do. Brilliant, I thought. And then... Again, great, cool finish. Yeah, exactly. So, so that to me, August, so well moving forward because we had we had the conversation about the strikers last week, and I, I was asked if any of them float your boat. And I'm sorry, I'm not convinced by Danny Ward, even though I know the fans love him and, mm. and he seems to have this good goal per time on the pitch ratio. And mm. I think his impact is as a sub rather He's than starting than a, a game. Yeah, I, would yeah, say I don't that. see him yeah, as a yeah. starter. Yeah. Um, 
Medine, you know my views on. Vassal, to be fair, we haven't seen enough of. I've always felt with Glatzel, you can't score a hat-trick against Bayern Munich and not have goal-scoring ability. I've always felt Glatzel is better than we've seen at Cardiff City Well, we've to said date. that from day one. Yeah, but we didn't see evidence of it, right? Yeah. But now, suddenly, with the slight subtle changes to the... To the way in the way you're what talking you've got, the inter- what you've got is a number 10 who's not athletic yeah but is brilliant on the ball yeah and is doesn't have to be athletic because his mind is athletic yeah so his mind is two ticks ahead of most yeah. people he reminds me I played with um, Jason Bowen Bowes was ah oh, I love playing with him for Wales in the 21s was so so on it and if you're on it you know I'm going to score goals for fun because he's two steps ahead of people you just got to get up to his way of thinking and has Glatzel got that? no Tomlin Tomlin has it no no what I'm saying is Glatzel got well he's proved they both anticipated each other's movement without actually looking at each other giving a nod or I'm facing you and I see the run so it's the obvious run so I'm going to play it so, so that's something to really build on, isn't it? In the you've got to, yeah, 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 yeah. What what you hope now is that the manager looks at Glatzel and goes, ah, okay, they're right on the boot room for the last six months. <laughs> he does score running forward rather than backing in and fighting and flick-ons. And, uh, he's that type of striker. Don't look at his height. Look at his goals, look at his movement, and look at his game understanding. So, yeah. There we are. Yeah? No one to say? Yeah, absolutely. Subscribe to The Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk. I think that's Ellen Road put the bed. Let's uh, look ahead to this weekend. Um, Preston at home. Festive. Festive season's always nice, isn't it? Games come thick and fast. Crazy. Hardest time of the year. Yeah, I mean, last time with is Cardiff the in the championship. Difficult time of the year. This is. I'm in festive know. mood. You can tell, can you? Yeah, last last time Cardiff in the championship. This is where the wobble came, wasn't it? But you can't really say that for this season because it's it's been a it's, it's been a win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think pressing a punching way above their weight. Ben, they're third in the table. You shouldn't really be saying that about a team that are third. They're clearly there for a reason, but. I don't see Preston loss in the course. I think they're a team that could dip out. They always seem to do well, don't they, in the first few months of the season and then, yeah. and then bomb away. Yeah, Brentford, very similar. Um, I, I think this is a game that Cardiff City are more than capable of winning. I really do. And I do think that... You're right, Blakey, they were battered for the most part against Leeds and yet they've ended up with a draw for, for a whole variety of, of different reasons including Leeds making the wrong substitutions taking the foot off the gas that sort of thing injury you know there's all sorts of reasons why why that happened but I do think particularly the way you're talking there about Tomlin and Glatzel being on a similar wavelength I do think that there's real potential here now for the first time this season with Mendes and either Murphy or Hoyder on the wings, for Cardiff to start showing some real creativity in the final third of the match. Yeah, I would agree with and that. I, you know, I, I haven't felt that. Mm. You know, I felt like it's got to be set-piece orientated. And, mm. you know, that's the Well, the beauty chance. for me is you've got Glatzel and Ward, I think, can play very well with Tomlin. Right? Yeah. 
I think both of them are better going over the top and running on to things, both of them. But Ward will give you a bit more, I feel, because I think he's probably a bit more... Well, he's used to the championship, isn't he? he? He's got more, you know, experience at the championship. I think Glatzel's yet to grasp it totally. But the beauty is now you've got two strikers. Oh, play one, you can bring the other one on. Impact, both of them, you know, similar. And then you've got Medine and Bogle in the background if you need cover or one needs to play 90 minutes or two or three games here or there. So... You know what you're what you're saying, and now it's time for those front quartet to start coming up with one touch, two touch pass, move little ideas around the box. What you've got in a player like Tomlin is, you know, that's what I said. He thinks two steps ahead, so you have to get up onto his wavelength, sort of thing. And then what you'll see is things open up. How many times have we thought, oh, he's going to shoot, and he shapes the shoot, and he just pulls a little five yard a back sort of to his left and like a Bennett or someone's running in or Hoylet or something he's he's very tricky but once you know you've got that for a player it's, it's for you to tune into that and, yeah. and get on his wavelength because if you're a striker you'll get goals I'll tell you that now I'll tell you what Preston have got their own issues with strikers um, Lewis Malt he's out for the season he, he uh, got injured at Swansea they're so that, actually doing well to be where they are they're doing well because I think who have they got on the books now they've got Jaden Stockley and then they got David Nugent who's what 46 don't turn fake man karma it's a bad thing he comes back now and he will he'll score, he'll score yeah. it's like Cameron Jerome all the time isn't it? yeah but yeah you know, the, I suppose that's one area where yeah look uh, do you know to, to be honest with you I don't think there's anyone Really, aside from well, the three teams at the moment, Fulham, Leeds, and West Brom, yeah, I've got very good front line, but I don't think there's yeah. anyone that you think yourself, oh no, we really have to go into a, like a defensive sort of shape to beat this team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I honestly think you don't worry too much. Do you work on the opposition? But honestly, our problems at the moment lie with us. They don't lie with the opposition. It's not our position that ripping us apart. It looks that way yeah. because but we're so to, open, yeah. right? Anyone will look like they're getting ripped apart if your midfield em- empties too much or you've got four players down one side of the pitch in like a 25-yard space. Anybody's going to look vulnerable in that position. So for me, it's more about getting on the training ground and working. I keep saying it and I'll say it until we see improvements in it in possession of the ball keep your shape but that doesn't mean to say you can't rotate and move right out of possession of the ball or anticipated out of possession of the ball make sure that you know you're in the right position yeah. do you know what I mean and that is if we're attacking I'm in a position where I can get forward and score but also if it breaks down I'm not a million miles away from where I need to be and get back in the position if Bennett goes and jockeys the right winger for all of two seconds you know two or three seconds I can sprint 30 yards do you know what I mean so for me it's more us than it is the opposition carving us up I haven't I haven't seen us carved up I've seen what looks like we're getting carved up because people are running into stupid positions right Charlton was the obvious to me 
people run into stupid positions and then you've got two midfielders one with the ball running down the centre of your goal centre of your uh, of your half of the pitch running at your back two effectively yeah. you know pout the air too wide on the right Nelson on his own pack drops into the back two or three just all over the place you know so it's, it's possession uh, positioning out of possession of the ball and in possession of the ball and, and, and one other thing is things like so secondary defending we're getting technical terms now but secondary defending is where you and I are playing against each other Ben Paul's my striker and I, I got the ball I look at you to pass it and the striker with you is like bustling in and but the other defender is Mark and Paul is clicked off a bit because he thinks oh well it, it, the, Nathan's going to pass the ball into yeah. the number one striker and all of a sudden Nathan goes whip round the corner into the number two striker and that split second by the time you switch on he's gone what you call that secondary defending secondary defending so making sure if you're Aiden Flint if the ball's going into the striker and the thing is there's, there's, they're not two strikers anymore but the ball going into say Morrison and I'm the second centre half say it's going down the left hand side our right and the ball's coming into yeah. Morrison right if I'm Flint I'm not thinking oh yeah you know Morrison but, will get that way does that- I'm actually expecting the ball to miss Morrison and come into my man so yeah, I'm yeah. you know if the wingers come I'm I'm on it I'm alive I'm waiting for the unexpected does that make it easier or the fact they don't play two strikers one striker does that make it easier or harder to sort of not switch off because if you've just got like a if there's two strikers and you each pick up a striker you, yeah. you might tend to switch off but if you're if you're, if you're no, watching no, 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 if you're watching people coming from that, deep no no that's 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 like a cop out really yeah. man, right? I know you're not saying it's a cop out but I understand and take your point the point is if you're the goalkeeper and your team is battering the opposition how many times do you see a keeper then top keepers pull off a worldy save from a counter attack why because they're concentrated yeah. and they're switched on so you expect in the unexpected. That's what I mean. It's because, right? you know, like, if you are like Sean Morrison, Sean Morrison's got the one man up top. Then Aiden Flint, you, you you're scanning who's going who's, who's gonna, who's gonna to make the run from deep. So you, you should be more switched on. Yeah, if anything. Absolutely, but it's something then you work on as well. Yeah. I hope Neil Harris has like got and pointing these things out because there are reasons why defenders are running into stupid spaces, and they still got a bit of not a bit a lot of the old guard where I'm telling you to follow that right winger right across to the other back side of the pitch left winger and all of a sudden my right back and my left back are within like yeah. eight yards of each other right so it's still a bit of that going on so mate it's like I would be going two sessions a day for the foreseeable future until these things and I'm not talking about pegging the legs off people talking positional I'll be watching a lot of DVD a lot of video and working on shape in and out of possession of the ball right if the ball travels over there and you then run 40 yards past him and him and end up over that side of pitch you're causing us a problem causing us a problem there we go Um, shall we end on predictions go for it yeah ooh I like Paul go first ooh you've been summoned (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm going to say something you haven't heard all season because I haven't had belief in the way Cardiff have played. Preston are third in the table. 
or logic <laughs> I think it's impressed and win there. Right? <laughs> I'm going for a 3-0 Cardiff City win against the team third in the table. Okay. I'll go for a 2-2. I don't think we're in a position yet, nowhere near, after the performance for 70 minutes. I think you know you have to do a lot of work. I don't think we're in a position where clean sheets are going to come like London buses yeah. or anything like that. I think we need to... Well, from my experience of football, you need to work towards that. And that is a collective of 11 people and substitutes. So I think we're still vulnerable to conceding goals. So, But I think the good thing we got is we finished strong. So I'll go with 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, it all depends on who plays centre-back for me. Um, I'll go 2-1. I think it'll be late as well. Cardiff get the winner? Yeah. Okay. I mean, when is it ever not late at the Cardiff City Stadium? Yeah, always late. Right, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks as ever for joining us. And you can catch all the latest Cardiff City news on Wales Online.